Welcome back. You're listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never, ever, ever played professional sports. I'm your host, Max, along with... Shreyas. And let's talk sports. Amateur Hour. Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Amateur Hour, episode 17. Ooh, baby, we are cruising today. We have a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of football to talk out because the NFL draft was this past weekend. Now, we have me and Treyas's hometown team, the New England Patriots. We're going to talk about them. And there's also some football drama going on in the world, so we'll get to that in just a few minutes. But... Before we get there, Shreyas is going to rock our socks off with The Weekly Highs. The Weekly Highs. Yes, sir. All right. So let's start off with a personal high. Uh, we did it. We got, our, we got our first vaccine dose this week. Okay. So where is the third arm? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you get Johnson & Johnson? Good Jesus. <laughs> I actually, actually, um, I don't know if they put it in back into production quick enough for me to, for me to get it. So I ended up getting, <laughs> I ended up getting Moderna, which I, I was like, you know what? I don't know, um, what you're going to get, but part of me, part of me was like, when I, when the, when the, the pharmacist was like, so we're going to give you Moderna today. Part of me was like, dang, if only Pfizer, like, you know what I mean? Like, like, you know what I mean? Like I've been, I've Did been you not so get to choose? No, 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 no. It's just whatever they get, whatever the state gives them in terms of dose. Like They reach into a bag. They're like, yeah, it's, oh. like the, it's like the sorting hat from Harry Potter. <laughs> you on get your... Moderna. <laughs> Welcome to House Moderna, Shreyas. <laughs> you know what, dude? Honestly, if I, you know, I'm going to get the one of the knockoffs. I think my only reason being is I just want to live life on the edge. I want to be experimental. I want to be edgy. I want to listen to Blink-182. Yeah, you're going to get the Hot Topic vaccine. <laughs> Hi, my name is uh, Glenn. Welcome to Hot Topic. <laughs> so today we'll be vaccinating you. Uh, and make sure you take your complimentary spike bracelet on the way out. <laughs> uh, no, but do you feel – how does it feel? Do you feel good? Yeah, well, uh, I – uh, a bunch of bunch of people that I know that I that got it or just got the vaccine in general, they were right. like, "Yeah, I couldn't, I couldn't uh, lift my arm up a certain height, and like it felt like it was like really bad." And I was right, like, right, right. "It just felt to me like someone had punched me in the arm, like they'd given me like my birthday punches, <laughs> and then like it just felt like kind of bruised. <laughs> like I could still like move it around, but you were you're kind of like, ooh, ooh, okay, right, right, I right. feel it, like I feel it tight right there." Well, Shreyas, let me like, ask you. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, let me just real quick. Is no, this? No, no, go ahead. Do you still have the shoulder pain from last week? And is this the same arm? No, a different arm. So now I have shoulder. I have slight shoulder pain in both <laughs> arms. <laughs> ah, yes, I am decrepit. <laughs> so now, now my arms will be forever limp. Yeah. That. Well, do you still? You is your shoulder still bothering you? Oh, a little. I don't know why. Every time I like wake up, I'm like. I'm just like, I don't know. I gotta be more like, I gotta like lucid dream or something. And then lucid dream myself <laughs> sleeping, 
like straight on my back because I'm there's no other way. I don't know what's happening. <laughs> so what did you dream about last night, honey? Uh, well, I dreamed about getting a good night's sleep <laughs> and lying on my back, completely lifeless. I, my eyes stared up to the stars that I stuck onto my ceiling when I was four years old. <laughs> you know, I actually had stars in my ceiling for Same. much longer than I should have. I shared a room with my brother much longer than I should have. But you know what? I'm not ashamed to say it. Mm. Okay? Bunk no, bed. No, we, 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 all, uh, we all have our house situations. I had the stars <laughs> I had the stars uh, for a long time, too. The, the glow in the dark. But we never stuck them up properly. So I would just see, like, for a while after I took them down, I would just see, like, uh, like scotch tape hanging from my ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> ah, what is that? So I'd just, like, so just be like, "Oh wow, that is an old piece of scotch tape that's dead. It's on my ceiling." I don't know why. I don't know why it was still there. And I was like, "Oh yeah, it's the it's the glow in the dark stars that I had." Right, yeah. dude. That you know, I had the hang down planets too, which you would hang up with kind of like the fishing wire stuff. And it was only until my first, I think it was, high school girlfriend came over and made fun of me for them that I finally took them down. Wow. That one hurt. That one hurt a little that's, bit because I was I, I that was just part of my childhood, and then she's like, "Ha ha, that's dumb." I'm like, "Oh, oh that's okay." Oh, wow, <laughs> way way to be original, high school girlfriend of Max, Cindy. <laughs> Cindy. No, 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 that wasn't her name. Cindy, yeah, Cindy, you and Cindy Vortex, right from Jimmy Neutron. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Cindy Lopper, actually. She was very oh, <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's the wrong type of fun that she's having, I guess. I don't know. And you will find me <laughs> time after time. She showed, yeah, she showed her true colors. <laughs> this is not going to become the singing podcast. <laughs> it will be the occasional drinking water podcast. But Oh, yeah, we always stay hydrated. Always stay hydrated. Okay, Trey, what yeah. about sports world? What is what is good? Oh, man. I'm glad. I'm glad we're doing this on a... On a day after, after the Celtics, uh, oh my God, yep. So (laughs) I want to, I want to talk about this. I want to talk about this because if if they didn't come back, I would have asked to trade the sports low with you because that would have been the worst loss of the season, hands down. Like Uh, by thirty two, yes, we yes. So we saw that Thunder loss, and I was like, ouch, that is horrible. And then we saw this; they had a sixteen point first quarter. And I was like, okay, uh, so the offense isn't working today. <laughs> it's, just, it's, just, it's like a car that just won't start up. It's just like, okay, <laughs> and I'm stuck in the middle of the highway. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, they were down 32 in the second. And I was like, okay, well, this is over. So I turned it off. I was like, all right, let's go back to the draft. This is kind of in the, in the bag. I don't know what's happened to the Spurs. The Spurs, to are the, draft. Na- the, Spurs, the Spurs are nine seed. They're not like, otherworldly like DeMar DeRozan think, has been playing some spectacular ball DeJounte right. Murray, a great player right that's a team that you you should be because they're well yeah. actually Trey I want to argue though just real quick I think yeah. that the Spurs based off of realistically who they have on their team I think they're better than their record as a team I think so but I also think so when you look at the talent like in a vacuum you think oh these players are, are better really than good. what we have yeah right they're, they're right, like right. they're like if you look at their depth their depth is great they have some great young players Derek white Dejounte murray patty mills good season patty veterans mills. they had yeah. lamarcus aldridge for a while lonnie walker is playing great lonnie so, walker's awesome yeah 
But then you're like, okay. Keldon Johnson's Keldon playing really Johnson. well, too. So they have, but then the other thing is they don't have those, – those guys don't have the same experience. Other than DeMar DeRozan and Patty Mills. Right. Those guys right, don't right. have the same experience. Unless you say, like, Jakob Pertl has experience. but Jakob! Like, but, like, he was on a championship team that didn't really – or, no, no, he got traded. Regardless. Jakob Pertl, like, none right, of them really right. have – None of them have much experience other than DeMar DeRozan and Patty Mills. So then you say, as a Celtics fan, right? we have Tatum, we have Brown, we have Samar. These guys go to the Eastern Conference Finals every year. Like, you feel like, just as an upper hand of, like, you see the, the young team and you see the growing continuity. Continu- Celtics like, coming together. We think yeah. that we, they might have figured it out at some point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So you're like, all right, this is Spurs. It should be a great game. But then when you see 32 points down, you're like... At halftime. At halftime. At halftime. And they were down 31 as late as 10 minutes in the third. So I was checking the play-by-play. So 31 with 10 minutes left in the third. And you're like, okay, so this is not going to work. But then... Jason Tatum. An 80-point second half. Unreal. Led by by Tatum. Well, the Spurs had a 70... Something point first half. So, I mean, you think they were shooting 70% in the first half. Yeah, yeah. Insane. They're literally, they literally hit every single shot. Well, I've just never seen us have a half like that. Like, okay, we've had comebacks. So, like, when well, I we've think had of 80 big, points. Yeah, so when, we, when, when I think of comebacks, like, I think of that almost comeback that happened in Milwaukee where Tice missed the game winner. Oh, 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 oh. You know what I mean? And so that was And then got traded subsequently the next day? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Yes. Sorry, Daniel. You didn't do it for us. You tried. That was the last straw. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so that was 25. But then I didn't feel like... Right. At any point during that game, you were like, okay, this kept going back and forth. Like, they were getting, like, a little by little. Like, you didn't feel like, oh, that was a massive quarter or a massive half that they had to come back. Right. But like they literally were so bad in the first half that 80 points in the second half looked like I was like shocked. I was like, I can't believe they woke up like that. But well, so Brian Scalabrini, as well as my father, said (laughs) that this was some of the best basketball that they have seen. Scal put it in his top five games he's ever watched. Um,. Did you watch? Well, let me no. just ask. Did you watch the game? Yeah. So I watched. I watched from the third quarter, like maybe like halfway through. Like they were down, I think nineteen when I started rewatching. Oh so it wasn't, my god! It wasn't. It wasn't thirty-one. So I was like, when I when I when I was hearing that, I was like, oh yeah, it was thirty-two in the second half. I was like, right. What? Like really? Like 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 they're back to nineteen? Like what's happening? Right. And then. I was I was watching Tatum. Honestly, I was just watching Tatum, and he was hitting every shot. And it's one of those games where, if you're a, a Tatum purist, you love <laughs> that kind of game for him because it. Listen, it, it, man, he's only nineteen. <laughs> you know how long you know how long that we had to put up with hearing that. Ugh. So long, like literally, the dude would do anything, and then everybody's like, "Well, okay, he's, <laughs> he's only 19. And g- granted, I get it. The dude's twenty-two. Mm-hmm. I think he's the same age if not like a couple months older than I am. Mm, this yeah. dude is this dude is a man's man. And you're right. He was hitting every single shot. But on top of that, we, he did what I have wanted him to do for the entire – actually, no, not even the entire. He passed three seasons, and that is drive to 
V G D rack. Right. And you tore it up because he has the length and he has the skill and you just need the confidence to go out there. And he, he did great. Well, there was that one play. He, he was on the baseline. He was, he was, he was like propped up in the corner and he did a little fake and then drove in. And I was like, Oh, he's just going to like lay this ball up. But he kind of sides like side, like he took his arms when he like cocked it back and he like moved away from the block that was imp- like impending. And he right. came and he just dunked that. And I was like, that's what you love to see. I, I was like, and I think that, I think I'm pretty sure at the time that tied the game or we were down two when that happened, I was like, okay, if he's going that, if he's going to be that aggressive and it's the third and fourth quarter, he hasn't like lost interest yet. That's like, <laughs> that's all I yeah, need. I'm, I'm, I'm done playing. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's some games like that. If you looked at that thunder game, you could tell everyone just lost interest. Because the Thunder were just coming back three after three, offensive rebounds when they needed them. And then you would right, just tell, right. like, like Tatum's head was just not in it. And Brown's head was not in it. And, you know, to have 60 points, like, regardless of the OT, like, I mean, only one only one player has ever done that. Like, you, f- f- No, phenomenal. Phenomenal. And he tied, he tied Larry Bird's scoring record? Yeah, 60. Yeah, although 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 Larry Bird did do it in regulation, but I'll take I'll you know what I'll take sixty any day. Like regardless, I'll, I'm not gonna. Put I agree, him. especially especially after the other incredible OT performance against the Timberwolves, where he just yes again fifty three points. And at that point, when a player scores over fifty, you're like, okay, they are capable. This to me though, this game was worth more than the fifty three. Not just because oh, without of the 60, a doubt, not without just because of the sixty. It was sixty. And the game was close, and they needed every bucket. Like the, the Timberwolves game, they they kind of like got away at the end, right? So it's like okay, at the end it was like it felt it felt like okay, those you know a couple free throws, buckets at the end, is it is what it is. Like he he hit fifty three, good for him. But right. this it was like every free throw mattered, every <sighs> shot, ten points in OT, insane. You know what I mean? So like he yeah, you love to see that type of game from him. I, I, I completely agree. And he, yeah, he absolutely killed it. You know who didn't kill it, though, to be completely honest? And that is my guy, Jalen Brown. Dog was shooting five for 24, tw- literally 20%. He was four for 12 from downtown, but this means that this dude literally hit one layup. One for 12 yeah. on his layups. Good golly, I'll, Miss Molly, that's terrible. Well, I'll give, him, I'll give him this. He hit the biggest shot of the game. Oh, if not, no, if I not, know, I know. If not for that, if not for that three in the corner, uh, we don't keep the lead there because we are down one. That's a shooter's mentality shot. You're you're, you know, like you're you said, all for you're all game. when he yeah. took that shot. He was all for oh, that was yeah. his first shot of the game, and he, uh, you know, I've really actually been impressed with how he's been shooting. Three, I agree. Wise. Yeah, honestly, to me, if you're asking for who is the most consistent of the two all season, it's, it's been Brown. Yeah. Yes. It's yeah. 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 So like I, all I, I season, agree. I loved him, and all season, I I think he's been. I wouldn't say he's had the most flashy performances, and I'd give that to Tatum. Like he's had the best performances, but if you're looking for on a nightly basis, yeah. yeah, he was averaging twenty six, twenty seven points per game beginning middle of the season. Now he's yeah. down to twenty four point eight because he was out for a little while. He came back, had a couple slump games. He's shooting forty eight percent. He's shooting forty yeah. percent from three. I. I'm not impressed with this free throw stats. It's 76%. Come on, dog. But yeah. 40% from three? Hello? Yes. 
That's, yes, yeah. that's great. And we need, we need, we need that shooting. Also, I, I know we weren't going to make this the Celtics talk of today, but also props to Aaron Naismith for the I was past gonna, two games. I was going to bring him up. I was going to Stepping up. up huge. I mean, you got to give yeah. him props. You got to give him props. Well, and he gonna, looks like he's going to yeah. develop really, really nicely. That That's all I want to say about him. Well, I, well, I want to say that he comes in, people think he's going to be the sniper, right? And I honestly was like, okay, I'm excited to have some shooting. But the fact that he's not getting the shots that we thought he was going to get coming off the bench, but he's still making right. an impact late in the season. He's getting crunch. He's getting crunch time minutes, and he's making an impact defensively. Hustle plays. Hustle yeah. plays. Yes. Like he had, he had three steals and three blocks uh, in the game before last mm-hmm. game, and yep. then he he made a great steal at the end of regulation uh, to give them an extra possession. Yep. So. Oh, he's just, I mean, he's even yeah. putting the ball on the floor. He is doing, he's going to be, a, he's just going to be a better, I mean, you see him too. Uh, JT gave him props the other day. Uh, I think it was in his post-game conference. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure if it was a separate interview, but he said he puts his body on the line for the plays that we need him to make. And yeah. that doesn't go unnoticed. And I think that's great because outside of your top scorers, you know who the most valuable person on the court is, is that hustler. They may mm-hmm. not be the biggest. They may not be the best. They may not be the most refined. But if they are hustling every single play to get that extra possession, to make that defensive stop, to get the ball where it needs to go, huge. And that mm-hmm. makes a difference. Yeah. And we need, and we need to see that going into the playoffs, too. We need some sort of confidence boost if, if this team is worth, well, I guess. More than a first-round exit. Yeah. <laughs> if, this, if this team is worth giving some sort of hype to, like we need to see some confidence with the bench because that's the only thing that's really holding them back other than the interest lost between Tatum Brown and Smart that they can just get in their own heads a lot. So other well, than that, I need to see a lot from the bench, and I think we saw that in this game. Right. No, I, I agree with that. In, in Rob Will, Tristan Thompson stepped up big. Yeah. Rob Will is still making an impact, you know, even though the past two games weren't his best. He's yeah. still out there, and it's great to have him back. We'll love to have him back. Yeah, he's developing into a fine player. Again, he grabs like at like at least seven boards a game. It's a couple blocks. He's, he's a couple good. blocks. Ooh, the chase down block on Devonte Graham against the Hornets. Yes. If yes. you haven't seen that, look up Robert Williams chase down block on Devonte Graham. Charlotte from I think three or four days ago. Super. So so athletic. So athletic. That is I would be scared to. Yeah. Like Devontae Graham thought he had that in the bag. Like he had the lane. He was going to do that nice little under under underhand scoop de whoop. And then out of nowhere, rejected. Yeah, his, his timing is great. Like even if it's on a block, like he's able like I know he makes the the, the dumb foul here and there, but some of those calls, Shrey, are are questionable. Like dude yeah. will literally be straight up and they're like Yes, yes, that too, but like he isn't the most I guess defensively consistent. Like deep, without like, a doubt, right? Yeah. So, so like, but the the raw talent and the ability when you see a play from Rob Williams, you're like, I cannot believe a Celtics player has made that play because like you're just so, <laughs> like you you've never seen like athletic Celtic other than like maybe KG when he came early on, right? Bro, we like, KG is awesome. Yes, yeah. like I have never seen someone that athletic on this team. Yep, to be honest. Yep. So it was just a. I'm like, wow, that's a Celtics player. We we have him. He just jumped out the wow. gym. Wow, like, what? Like, that's not a Warriors player. Like, what's happening? So Super like, lob threat. I yeah. I agree with that. Well, so I I think you know I, I I don't know Stray to be honest. When we get to the playoffs, I think we might still be a solid first round exit, depending on how the guys play. 
We're not. I don't think we're conference finals bound this year. I think the road is way too stiff. Philly and Brooklyn are and in and, and Milwaukee and don't sleep on the heat. I just think there's a lot of teams in front of us that are. Oh, dude. And don't sleep on the Knicks either. Yeah. There are so many teams that are, are making that push this year. And I just think we're close. But this year is not going to be our year. I agree with that. I think the only way to get some sort of win, like like quote-unquote win for the season, just considering how it's been, is if we can get into that five spot and play someone like an Atlanta in the first round or a Knicks or New in the York. first round. Yeah, like that's the only way because if we're staying in the six and we're facing Milwaukee in the first round, it's like... Nah, that's tough. There's year, There's been years past where I'm like, oh yeah, as long as we take Giannis, like we'll let the other guys shoot for the most part. Like Middleton, yes, but like for the most part, if we let if we let Giannis get 15-20 and we stop right. it there and we right. don't get him on the offensive glass, we have a shot. But I, this is one of those years where I'm like, I don't think we have a shot even if that happens. Because- Shreyas, we have Sammy Ojale, the Giannis stopper. <laughs> ha, ha, ha. Oh, actually two on the Bucks. Drew Holiday, obviously, you know, he he's he's been superb. But you know yes. who else too? Bobby Portis he's had a has been somebody has had a resurgence. He's actually worked with one of my personal favorite shooting coaches who I follow on Instagram, Lethal Shooter. Shout out if you ever oh, listen okay. to this podcast. You are uh an inspiration, a phenomenal coach, and I watch literally every single one of your videos on repeat. Wicked smart. Regardless, the point is is that Bobby Portis has taken the steps to become a three and D athletic forward. And he's just, he's shooting the highest of his career. And he's, he's a threat is all I'm going to say. He's a threat. Yeah. It's weird because early on in the season or sorry, early on in his career, that's what you thought he, that's what he was giving you in, in Chicago. And then, you know, right. he went to, he went to like New York and he, he's always been a guy that has played well when given the minutes, but I mean, consistency was another, another thing for him too. And, a lot of the teams he was going to ended up or that he was on ended up just having a gluttony of forwards. Like he could just never get, <laughs> he could just never get the shot. Like New York is like comically known to have only big guys and point guards. So like there's no in between. So he's just like, yeah. So he's just like, he's just standing there. So, <laughs> but Milwaukee like gave him a shot. Yeah. And, and he's been, he's been really using it. He's been really, he's been successful there. So props to him. I agree with that. Okay. Let's continue because we have two more things that I want to talk about while we're here. Mm-hmm. The next thing, or we're going to you know, jump right into the lows. <laughs> the lows. I'm sad. I am upsetty spaghetti. Today, my low is we've been having problems with our platform that we've been recording on, Discord, over our past podcast uh, episodes where sometimes I'll, it'll just lag it'll chop out full sections it'll completely alter what we're saying it'll either be really slow or really fast it'll have a ton of reverb it won't sound good so that's been rather frustrating today kind of turning it into a little bit of a high we want to focus on the positive we are on a new platform so hopefully it sounds good maybe you won't tell the difference which would be ideal but we'll see so the low is technical difficulties if you will Sports low, though, (laughs) 
You know him from the State Farm commercials and losing in the playoffs wearing green and gold. It is A.A. Ron Rodgers. Next up to the plate, Aaron Rodgers said that he no longer wants to be in Green Bay until Brian Gutekunst is fired. Holy crap. <laughs> That's, I mean, to have that type of bombshell before <laughs> the draft. Yep. Or, or a couple like, days ago, but yeah, yeah, it keeps evolving. Well, it's like it's one of those things where, like, you know that he put that out right before, like, like to stir the pot. Yeah, just to stir the pot. Like, he, like <laughs> there's no like he. It was calculated. Obviously, it made <laughs> it made so much sense that if he was gonna ask for a trade, do it on the day of the draft and get people thinking, "Ooh, who are they gonna draft? Ooh, will this change how they're like? You know what I mean? Like, get like the little agenda moving towards him and not what what is the focus on whatever the draft was supposed to be focused on like you know what I mean like who's going to be the top five quarterback like right it's he, on what, him now I, I mean if if Aaron Rodgers has been taking Dr. Evil's stir the pot class he, he's done a great job because you're right there's all this hype coming up you know draft weekend is a big deal and then he's like well i'll give you an even bigger story but so today so it originally started with aaron Rodgers being like ah, well i'm rather disgruntled i may or may not want to come back to green bay i'm not happy with the team i'm not happy that we lost probably especially last year right especially when people were just realizing nfc, that- NFC championship game yeah, when they were like, oh, Tom Brady's still here. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> so today, so again, it started with general malaise and general like being disgruntled. Today, yeah. he comes out and says straight up that he will not return to the Green Bay Packers unless their GM is fired completely. So it's, he, he said, he said, if I don't get traded and if the GM isn't fired, I will retire. I'm calling bluff on the retire. Are you going to call? Okay, you're going to call. Yeah, bluff. just because, just because I I heard a report that if he does choose to retire, he has to give back eleven million dollars for the next two years. So he has to give up like a total of close to a little more than twenty two million dollars. Which, if you oh, know Aaron Rodgers, yeah. So like, if like the retirement, I think I'm assuming this is for most contracts in the NFL. But like, if you state that you're retiring while you still have a contract, uh. It does, probably part of it won't go against the cap versus if it was guaranteed and stuff like that. So, okay, um, something along those lines. But like, yeah. So I start like he's already has an ego. You think he's gonna give up money? Like, there's no way. So I'm calling bluff on the on the. But what do you think side. about? What do you think about his deal with the GM? I think I think that's real. I think <laughs> yeah, and I I'm. I'm honestly kind of torn because I understand a little bit from both sides. So I understand that for the GM, you're looking at it, right? You're doing, you, you, you just I'm got your team. To best. The, yeah, you just got your team to the NFC championship. Like obviously Which isn't Rogers, bad. Yeah. Right. Obviously Rogers is a huge part of that. And you, you got Devonte Adams too. So you got a solid one, two punch right there. Right. Right. I also Dude, they, they under- actually wait. Sorry, Trace. I yeah, just want to yeah. interrupt you real quick. I yes, they yes. could have won. They could have won the championship game. I watched yeah. a couple of botched passes and then Look. Adams drop a couple too. And I was just Look. like, oh. it, it, literally yeah, just, in the end zone, in the end zone, and he just like donked it. Like, well, it Bruh. just felt it just felt like 
like the execution was so poor at the time that it was most needed. Like it just felt like they weren't up to up to bat. And I understand from Rogers' side that after Adams, like, can you name really who was left? <laughs> like um, really like like aaron jones fine <laughs> G- good running back but he's a running back like in a passing league the running back like when it it's comes situational down to it, yeah. it's situational right it's not he's not going to be right, there every right, time right. but other than adams like marquez valdez scantling like glorified <laughs> glorified who, who? <laughs> yes gl- glorified scrub uh equanimia st brown like great name but doesn't really do anything <laughs> Like amazing Key and, name. Key and Peel called his parents name. after uh they're like, listen, uh, have you ever seen East West Bowl? <laughs> <laughs> well, have you seen so a quick aside, have you seen Equinemius Saint Equinemius Saint Brown's siblings' names? No. I want to uh just read them out for you. Oh, you have them, guys. okay. Yes, yep, I have please. them. So <laughs> Uh, his brother was just drafted today, Amon Ra St. Brown. Or yesterday he was drafted. So there's Amon Ra St. Brown. Okay. Osiris Adrian Amen Ra J St. Brown. Okay. Osiris St. Brown. And Amon Ra Hooligan Heru J St. Brown. Wow. Oh, his full name is Equinimius Tristan Imatep J St. Brown. Fire. The the whole incredible name. The whole the whole St. Brown family, the whole family. Fire, fire names. Unbelievable. Gr- great names. Oh, he's 6'5", too. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's a big boy. But it's just like he he hasn't done anything. And his parents, his parents, wait, wait, ready? Best part. Yeah. Oh, his yeah, parents, yeah. John Brown, Miriam Brown. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they said, they, they pulled up, they, they pulled up together. And, you know, when they were first planning out their family, they're like, you know, we, 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 we got to give him a cool name. What are we going to call him? Thad? Jason? <laughs> No. Equinimius Tristan Imatep J. St. Brown. It's so incredible. Good. It's honestly awesome. But <laughs> last year, he had a total of seven catches for 117 yards. So it's like. Is he a main piece of their offense or is he a. a, a... He's a guy. He's a guy they throw out there in three, four wide receiver sets. So Yikes. like they, it took them. It took them. Robert Tanyan coming out of the woodwork, which no one, no one had any clue who this guy was, and now he's yeah, and he had yeah, <laughs> oh yeah, until everyone starts screaming because it's Robert Tanyan, and he had ten touchdowns. So it's like I get Aaron Rodgers' side too, but it's almost like, dude, why don't you just help the team out and tell them like, hey, this is how I wanted to move. Like, why are you like, like you have? I no, I agree with that. Like, right, show, he has pull. Yeah. yeah. Well, he has pulled because he's he's been on the team for a long time. He's a good quarterback. He's respected. Yeah. Seems like a good guy. So, right. Yeah. Why are you saying I'm going to quit if I don't get this? And, and I get it. I'm sure. I'm sure that the frustration is real. But to, I, I don't know. He, also, too, I just saw that the, the in the draft, the Packers just got a wide receiver in the third round. Yeah, but it took them to the third round. Like, it's Did one they of have things- first and second round picks? Yeah. Also, while we're on names, Aaron Rodgers' mom's name is Darla Lay Pittman Rodgers. Darla Lay. I like that. Hmm. <laughs> so they went first round cornerback, second round offensive lineman, and okay. then third round they went wide receiver with Amari Rodgers. So 
Aaron to Amari. Yeah, dude, I don't, I don't know. I, I, I don't actually know how this is going to turn out. It's clearly a little messy. The there's another report or eight hours ago today before Rogers came out and said that he's going to retire or leave if he's not traded, whatever. Green Bay, in some fashion, said that they were committed to having him be the 21, 2021 starter as well as for like 2022, 2023. They are investing yeah. in him in the future. So, so I, do you fire your GM? I don't know. I don't know about that. I think at this point, I think you just get the most out of a trade for him. Because is this one of those things that you have the – Guy, you picked the guy for the future last year. You picked Jordan Love in the second round. Right. So if you're sure that he's the guy that you want, and it, it seemed like they didn't want to go QB again this year. Right. So if you're sure that Jordan Love is that guy, why, why not, you know, okay, fine. Hedge your bets. Say that Rodgers is a starter until further, you know, things happen, escalate. But right. Why not try to get the most? Because you you can get a godfather offer for this guy. This guy won the M- NFL MVP last year. He had 48 year. touchdowns last season. He won the MVP last year. Like, regardless of his attitude, like, he's the type of – he's also the type of guy that he's like, oh, like, you know, I had this many touchdowns and this – oh, this was that 2011 when I had this many touchdowns <laughs> and we went to the Super Bowl and I won MVP? Like, he's also that guy, but he's also the guy that, like, he's a generational talent. He, yeah, very good. Or, he can he can pull players around him, that type of guy, right? So I would – I honestly, at this point, you say you have the guy in Jordan Love, you know, put 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 your balls on the table, Packers, and let's see if you got the guy and see if you can get some get some big offer for – for Aaron Rodgers at this point. I don't think he's coming back. How can you come back from this? Uh, you just, I don't know. You kiss and make up. That's what. <laughs> I will say That's it's not unprecedented. Does. It's not unprecedented. I don't know if you remember Kobe. Kobe did the same thing a little bit. Uh, I think it was before. Bryant? Yeah, Kobe Bryant. So he did, Rip, the, I think it was in, in 2007. He requested a trade because for that like couple of years stretch after Shaq left, the Lakers because he was having a hard time. Yeah, yeah the Lakers sucked. Really, he went. He went on Stephen A. Smith's radio show and he formally said that I asked the Lakers for the trade. But he, but he didn't leave. But he didn't leave. He didn't leave because immediately after uh, the Lakers traded for Pau Gasol, and yeah. they informed him that hey, we're committed to you. Like we got to take. It. And then it was almost like water under the bridge at that point like no one talked about it like it, it like it almost never happened because well, that's how i feel that's how to be honest that's how i kind of feel it's going to play out here i think i think maybe aaron needed again he wanted to have some some limelight on him say hey i'm not happy let's mm-hmm. make some changes and maybe he kind of through this pr move is going to force green bay's hand to either yeah maybe send him somewhere else maybe strong maybe mm-hmm. or bring in more assets for him to work with question mark I think I think obviously a possibility. I think he has also expressed. I don't know if it was outside of in the public in the past, but I think from reports that I've heard that he never really liked the Jordan Love, pay like the Jordan Love pick last year. Oh really? And it wasn't one of those things. Yeah. So it was. It wasn't one of those things where it lit a fire under him. Like to like it did obviously because he 
played at an MVP level, but it wasn't one of those things where <laughs> it lit a fire under him to just continue to work harder because there's someone like breathing down his back, like his right, future right. breathing down his back. But it was more that, hey, I'm pissed off. That makes me play better. But no, 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 I'm still pissed off at you. Like, yeah, like, don't get that. Don't get that messed up. I'm like, the season's over, but I'm still pissed off that you. So I'm like, you know, what? stand see... up and share your feelings. Aaron. Yeah. So I can see that I can see that he he's definitely taking the petty route, but I I to me I think he's gonna win out and I think he's gonna get traded to a place like Denver or Las Vegas, two places that were rumored that he Ooh, Las had Vegas on his would be list. crazy. Yeah. yeah. So Denver, Las Vegas, him. I think even Denver would be crazy because. John Elway having a franchise generational quarterback to something he has never drafted in his lifetime. Like he had to trade for Peyton Manning and he, if he had to trade, if he didn't trade for Peyton Manning Aaron, and Aaron Rodgers in the same tenure on the same team, that's some like God ultimate, ultimate GM level stuff. Ultimate yes. God level <laughs> managerial. Like I would have to, like, I can't believe he would. So I would be, I have to use that. Yeah, okay, so I'd be intrigued with that. I agree with that. Okay, well, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens. I, uh, no, I, you know, I don't necessarily agree. I, I, I maybe he's not going to get traded. I'm leaning yeah. towards he's might not going to. That being said, mm-hmm. let's talk about the New England Patriots draft. Mm. I looked at some of the sources. People say that we did pretty good and that we filled the needs that we needed. Yeah, the first pick that we got, fifteen straight out of Alabama, we drafted Mac Jones. Yeah, so what do you think about that pick, Max? Arguably, the worst quarterback in the first round. Interesting. Okay, that's what some people say. I I don't necessarily believe that. Do I think that he's going to be great? Do I think that he's going to play this year? Uh, (laughs) That depends on how bad Cam Newton is. I don't think that he should play this year. To be honest. You don't think if he should play the whole year? Uh, no, no. Okay. You know what? At the very least, let me rephrase that. I don't think yeah. that he should start the season. I think okay. mi- not that he's not going to get playing time, but right. that he's not going to start, that he'll come out in situational scenarios. Maybe we're up big. Maybe we're down bad. We just need to get his feel because I <laughs> I saw the picture. He looks like his physical shape is a loaf of bread right now. I think he's going to need time. There's concerns about his arm strength and how that's going to translate to, you know, because when you think about who he had on Alabama, mm-hmm. top talent. Now he it's goes a, to that's a, that's a minor league road. pro team right there. I, I, they dude, they could give some NFL teams runs for their money. Absolutely. They might not win, but they are very, very good. I mean, th- that school just breeds football talent. It's yes. unreal. So <sighs> there's questions about him translating, uh, translating that, that factor of having great wide receivers in college to having mediocre ones in the NFL. Yes. I think that'll be fine because you could make the case that our wide receivers are probably on the same level. You know, they've been in the league for a little bit, you know, they're in the best physical shape they can be. Yada, yada, yada. Mm-hmm. I don't know, Shrey. I have mixed feelings about it, but I don't think that he should start at the beginning of the season. I think he's going to be situational. We let him develop. We let him based marinate cook this year. Next year, boom, quarterback of the future. What do you think? I agree with that sentiment for the most part. I agree that he probably shouldn't be starting the season and that Cam, as much as I 
hate that he's still. <laughs> I, I really, I don't like that he's still here. I, I look at the quarterback <laughs> room and I see Cam Newton, Jared Stidham, rookie, and that's what I see. And I'm it's like, it's not good. I'm like, there, there could have been another way coming off of the Brady sayonara. Like, you know what I mean? Like, there could have been another way. Do you think I, so, though? Could we really have made the moves to be in a better situation that's not Cam Newton? Yes. Oh, 100%, I think so. Because when you look at it, you had, for from if you think of, if you look at and believe the reports that came out after Brady left and, you know, his final season here about that he asked for, you know, to leave, you know, to, to leave after the loss to the Eagles in the, in the Super Bowl, Right. 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 And, and all that stuff. Right. If you, if you believe all that and you knew like, okay, we gave ourselves a couple years more time. We got, we, we have this time now to, you know, try to figure something out because regardless of if we pick someone and it makes Tom angry, he's probably going to leave in a couple of years after this extension. Like if you know that, <laughs> if you know I'm that, out. yeah, if, if he's out either way, why aren't you a picking someone in that time frame, And then your next quarterback, you mean your next quarterback. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. B. Okay, fine. You didn't pick anyone when he went to free agency. Why weren't you looking earlier in that time to get someone you know, the best person of that free agent class. Obviously, that was available. We waited. Okay. I see what yes. you're saying. We waited way too long. Way too long. Obviously that class <laughs> was not great. Like Nick Foles and Andy Dalton. And, you know, it's a bunch of, it was a bunch of scrubs, right? But. Scrubs you, who can throw to some capacity versus just kind of hucking them. Looking like you're throwing out your rotator cuff every time you hold the ball and just throwing to the ground. Exactly. In, in, I, I guess I will give Cam credit for being athletic. He had a couple mm. rushing touchdowns. That's great. That's not what we need. The, the, right. the Pats are a pocket passer style team. That's how Belichick has operated for a long time. Mm. He had the best pocket passer in the league, Tom right. Brady. Yep. And he wants to keep that system. I mean, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, now that we have the two tight end system, that would be great mm -hmm. to have a good pocket passing quarterback they don't need to be Lamar Jackson they don't need to necessarily be I mean Patrick Holmes would be nice but you know what I mean about them like moving as much yeah well does it make sense now with the two wide two tight end sets because you're telling your team that you want to play in the middle of the field exactly and so right. if you're throwing between the hash marks you're gonna have to actually throw it you can't you know you gotta be <laughs> you gotta have an accurate arm and right Going off of what what, I, what we were talking about with Cam, if Cam was your guy from the beginning, coming off of Brady, why did we wait until close to the summer to 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 pick him up? Why didn't you jump at like bite at the chomp to get him at the beginning of free agency of last year? So right. it was one of the things where I don't right. think he was the plan. And <laughs> oh crap, of, we're yeah. really in the weeds now, boys. We need like, something. <laughs> not in the plan at all. St now, now that you have put your stick in the mud, Bill, you're just you're just gonna keep it there at this point because you want to be kind of proven right. And I don't know if you saw Bill's post game, uh, post game, post draft comments about Mac Jones, but he was like, he was just kind of like, you know, we. I'm going to try my Bill, Bill Belichick impression. It's not going to be good, folks, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so, uh, you know, 
we we were we were at the spa and you know we just picked the best player available and you know, we're happy <laughs> to have mac jones on our team and and it was like 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 that's what it was it was like it, there was no like you know we're excited oh boy, to have we mac. got mac jones <laughs> yeah like and obviously i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna see belchick dancing on tables like tom cruise but i i want some sort of like yeah we're excited to have him in our system he fits us he fits us perfectly like you know how he was when we picked dare i say garoppolo like you know what i mean like he was excited did you, he was excited when we got jimmy g well he actually was. Was. did you see potential maybe yeah there's talks that i don't think have any substance to them but there was this rumor going around for about a week ago mm-hmm. uh, or, or going around about a, for about a week a couple days ago and it was that jimmy g was in the works to be traded to new england for a couple assets but I don't think – I think that's pretty baseless, actually. Yeah, so I think that there was some base to that there probably was conversations because Bill would, would love to have Jimmy G back, I think, because he's that guy that <laughs> Wait, he – please, he anybody, drafted. please. <laughs> he's like, yeah, well, first, and if he can win with the guy that he drafted, like 100%, right. you know what I mean? Like that's that's shows to everyone that, hey, like I can – evaluate quarterback talent well and win with them like it's right. not just a fluke like tom brady like you know what i mean <laughs> mr craft so, i want to let you know that you made the best decision you could ever have made congratulations <laughs> i will bring you six titles <laughs> even six every, one for every round that i was missed out on oh my god like, you know what i mean so like but I think maybe he so would, he would is mac jones the next Jimmy tom G. brady Oof. I've seen that conversation and I, I would love to slow those rolls, slow those dinner <laughs> rolls for anyone that wants to talk, talk nonsense like that. I would because, love because Shreyas, when we have Cam Newton oh, as our starting geez. quarterback, everybody in New England is just looking, they're grasping at breadcrumbs. They're like, please. <laughs> I know, dude. I know. And I understand that there's you, you love having a rookie quarterback. I, I like the pick for the potential because Anytime you have this like this molding clay that has not been molded yet, you're like, oh, that's perfect. Like, I wonder what we can make out of it. And we there's can. so many opportunities <laughs> to make it. A, it could be a pot. It could be a cup. It could be a vase. <laughs> like, there's so many things. Like, we're at Pottery Barn. Like, there could be so many ways. To, you know what I mean? Like, we could. Right. <laughs> so, like, I get it. But to tell, to say that you have this molding clay and that, oh, you can tell from it being like a lump of clay that it's a a Picasso is going to come out of it. Like you can't, you can't, no, you, you can't, can't. You it's can't not, say it's that. Not possible. You can't say that. Yep. Yet. Yep. Like yep. first get your, let's get, let's get our hands on the front. Let's, let's get kneading. Let's get the wheel. Let's get it. Yeah. Let's right. There's so many things to make. Put it on the clay. wheel, glaze yes. it, put it in the kiln. Right. There's let so it bake, many let it cook. things that need to happen. So let's like, I, I don't like that conversation. It makes me uncomfortable. <laughs> I start, I start sweating. I get hives. Mom, I don't want it. <laughs> Mom, there are people talking about how Mac Jones is the next uh, Tom Brady, and I need you to come pick me up. I don't have my inhaler. I can't talk. Honey, are there drugs there? No, no, just just idiots. <laughs> Please help me. <laughs> that well, so that's why Shrey, I was saying earlier, and I think the best course of action is not throw him out there before he's ready, because there are right. legitimate concerns with how he's going to perform. So I think give him time, let him get in shape, mm-hmm. let him get his arm ready. I don't mm-hmm. think that he has I think he's a talented a talented kid. I do think I think he I could I think he could be 
solid to very good. Could be. Yeah. You never yeah. know. You can play the what if game all day. Right. So that's why I'm saying you give him this year as a raw development year. The only thing that I have with that is again back to Cam Newton because like we've talked about multiple times before, we made so many moves to put us in a great position to make a playoff run with the exception of having Cam Newton as our starting quarterback. That's Absolutely. the only missing piece. Yeah, you hit you hit the you hit the nail on the head. Like that's what you need to complete your roster for us was the most important position on the field. We made down. exactly. We made and we defensive and offensive uh 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 plays, you know, like we we acquired players that we needed. We set ourselves up for success. Yeah. The only thing that we're not going to I I just we didn't do it for so long. We didn't do it. We didn't prepare for it. And I felt like if we're going to have right. that that point of that view in the league that we're the smartest players and Belichick knows when to get rid of the player, right players at the right time and bring in the players at the right time to prepare. And then this kind of thing happens when you just kind of, you know, oh. Brady's going to leave and you don't have the guy that comes up next to him. Right. Like the, the Packers do. If the Packers right. really, if the Packers get, get rid of Aaron Rodgers, they have a guy that they think they can win with with Jordan Love. Well, why don't we have that? And like that's that kind of and that's already well. Again, I I don't think it's a bad thing that we're going to give the rookie a year to develop. Yeah, he's not he's not refined enough. He's not Trevor Lawrence. He's not going to come out and be great. No, right off the jump. But so that that's my whole thing is it's like if we made the push for the playoffs this year, yeah. Why do we have a developing quarterback on a roster as well? I agree with that. It's I a little. I hundred percent agree with that. You're like, what, what are you like? What are you doing? Are you ready to win now, or are you trying to rebuild? Because think about next year rolls around, right? Whatever happens, if we make a playoff push or if we absolutely fall on our face, contracts are going to start expiring. There's going to be a million people who leave. Yes. Trades are going to happen, and we're not going to have the same system that we did this year. We're not going to be as poised. I think, yes. regardless of what happens. Yes, it does. It does. If you look at it from a, a an objective standpoint, it does send some a sort of mixed message that we signed everyone and then now we have the rookie rather than we got the rookie first people can see what's up with him and then we paid everyone and then we go right right you know what i mean so it, i i totally 100 percent agree with your your assessment of that i think though now that we're in this position i do like that we have a guy that we can look at and say hey this might be this might work into something and i do think that I want him as much as possible to get the system as quickly as possible and win the job. Like I would love to see him. Yes. 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 I would love to <laughs> Sorry, see Cam. You're job. gone. Yes. I would, I would love to see him. Like if, if he's not getting more reps and if he's not getting into a conversation where by like week six, we're not saying we should be starting Mac Jones versus Cam Newton. And then, you know, it's basically a toss up at that point, like who we start. If we're right. not at that point yet, like I'm going to start to get a little bit worried that can this guy get a system as quickly as possible? Like, you know, I'm going to give him a year. Year. I'm gonna give him you, the full year. I'm going to give him the full year. You think so? To be okay. honest. Yeah, I'm okay. going to give I'm going to give him the full year. Okay. So I, I hear I know I try this and, and, and I hear what you're saying and you're bringing up a valid point because right. If we get to the middle of the season, we're like, oh, God, <laughs> we don't have a, a new up and coming asset and we don't have our current asset. Yeah, or we might be boned. That is very fair, and that may very well happen. Yeah, I and, hope it doesn't. Honestly, honestly, I hope it doesn't. I hope this kid picks it up real quick and 
we can see somebody. I just hope Belichick gives because he didn't give Stidham a big fair chance last year, and right. maybe for good reason. Maybe he sucks. I don't know. But <laughs> like he, he honestly, he could he could stink, and he's shown that he can play well in some situations. But he's also shown that he can straight up stink up the place with some interceptions that I'm like, how did you throw that? Why did that ball come out? So like maybe he did stink, but he didn't get a full shot. And he just kept going towards the loyalty of Cam Newton every week that Cam Newton was available. When I was at some point when I was like, come on, like, let's just let the other kid play and see how he does a full game. Like they were, right. it got so bad that when Cam Newton wasn't there, they started Hoyer. Yeah. Like why not just start the kid? Right. Like, no, that's just, what you yeah, got him right. for. Right. right, like you, you right. paid a price for him. Get him. So I agree with you. He, there's there has to be some sort of time frame where Mac Jones can sit, learn from anyone, from Belichick, from Cam, just on yep. how, you know, how to be a pro, and then he yep. got to come in, yeah, and 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 show what he's got. But it, I got to see it in practice too. I got to see some good things. Here's some good things from the media on how he, how he's doing in practice. So totally um, agree. Well, so yeah. Shrey, at this point, only time. Will tell. Only time can tell. Yeah, this is all speculation, so only time can tell. Right, but you know, it's our it's our professional unprofessional opinion. Yes, it is our unprofessional. Which we've line been right before. If this Celtic six seed thing comes to fruition, I mean, what can anybody say? My opinion is gospel. <laughs> I will not hear it any other way. Oh, Shreyas, how are those Kings looking? Are they going to make the playoffs? Hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. Yes, if you, I guess if you, no, I guess if they're you losing reversed, play. If they if they make it to the play. What if you reverse the standings? Hello? The the Rockets are the number one seed, right? (laughs) No? (laughs) Christian Wood is going absolutely insane! Uh, Also, just real quick for the sake of news. Oh, no, go, 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 go. I was going to say Kevin Porter is going insane is what is happening. Oh, he's huge. Yeah, he's huge. huge. He's a small guard, but he is making a big impact. Yeah. So we'll see what what happens to the Rockets. We'll, we'll see. Uh, also, just for the sake of news, yeah, Patriots also. So we, we talked about our draft. We think that Pats are in a, a weird. Now they're in a kind of a limbo state. But just mm-hmm. for everybody who may not have realized, uh, day two, second round, we drafted Christian Barmore. The third round, we drafted Ronnie Perkins. Our next picks after that fourth, uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Cameron McGrone, Joshua Bledsoe, William Sherman, Trey Nixon. Yeah. So I guess yeah. I guess in a summation, I'm really looking at those second and third round picks. I've heard some things about Christian Barmore recently after he got picked that yep, yep, yep. he's had some effort concerns and he he really picked it up at the end of last season and he was the defensive MVP of the national championship game, which I guess we're going based off of while we, <laughs> while we traded up, we're going based off of like he picked did it you up. Win? Like, yeah. Did you win? And how did you play at the end? Like, you know what I mean? Like they had us in the first half, not going to lie. Like that's kind of this guy. <laughs> that's, Actually, that's kind of this guy. Well, see that, that isn't always, if I was a GM, that's not always the best strategy. You look at basketball, you look at Carson Edwards and he was great mm-hmm. in the tournament. They mm-hmm. went pretty far, mm-hmm. but in the NBA, he's just not it. And there were legitimate concerns about his size and some of his hustle and his actual impact. And, oh, guess what? It didn't pan out. Yeah. So that could happen here, too. Not saying that it is. Right. I, I, To be honest, I don't know a lot about Christian Barmore as of right now. Me neither. Me neither. But we will see. Well, okay. yeah. And then the one I'm, I'm a little more excited about is Ronnie Perkins. I've, uh, we need 
a guy that is young that can kind of develop into that edge rusher role. And I know we got Judon on one side, but I would love, I, I love like that we have this kind of group of young guys with Winovich and Uche and now Perkins that we're going to see now, you know, which one of these guys was the best pick and which one of them is really going to develop into an every, a two down, maybe three down edge rusher on one side. So I like, you can never have enough, guys in the front seven so i do like that we solidified some young talent for the young uh, for the front seven right I did i did wish we went wide receiver between rounds two and five i well I, yeah. we got one in the seventh <laughs> i mean <laughs> maybe maybe you know maybe he's the diamond in the rough i don't know maybe nelson Aguilar is going to go absolutely ballistic and yeah. blow everybody's minds and, uh, or he's going to drop passes like he has <laughs> Yeah, like if he if he plays off of last year, then great. Like oh, we made no. a great pick. But oh, he, off of last year, sorry. Off of last year, before. yes. Yeah, but yeah. if he regresses in any sort of way, I I do wish we had some young talent coming, you know, into that situation. Nelson, Nelson, listen, eh, I don't you're know. fired. You're fired. <laughs> it's over. You did your best. We'd love to have you here, but you're gone. <laughs> and, and don't forget, uh, Jason. I mean Kendrick Bourne. <laughs> He's uh, he's on there too. Yes, sir. Okay. Yeah. All right, Trez. Give us that fact. Well, okay, that was actually just in summation. That was a good good talk about the Patriots. Yeah, great. And about some Boston Overall. sports. It was a Boston sports day, and that's okay. Yeah. We are allowed. Yeah. We're allowed. We're allowed to take one. Okay. <laughs> All right. <laughs> it just it just is it hit us with the fact. It's time for Trez's fact of the week. <laughs> Yeah, so my fact of the week. So I I found out. Okay, so there's the city of Redondo Beach, California. Okay. Okay. They have a city bird, which I'm like, I guess. Okay, pretentious I, I, or no? Pretentious, pretentious or no? Or no. Uh, not not pretentious in a sense that this is promotional. It was very funny. <laughs> okay. So, all right. so they have a city bird, and they made is they only made this i guess proclamation in anticipation of the 84 olympics which i'm assuming was in la okay yes was in la okay so the 84 olympics was in la so this town redondo beach california proclaimed made a made a official statement that they were going to get a city bird they they made their city bird though the goodyear blimp what no, that doesn't make sense. How? No, okay, no, no. okay, I'm listening. I'm listening. Okay. No, that's it. They made it. They made it a Goodyear blimp. I just wanted to say it again. They just made their 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 city bird is the Goodyear blimp because, in anticipation for the '84 Olympics, in 1983, they said we're gonna, I guess, promote the '84 Olympics, and so they proclaimed. How, city bird is, yeah. How is a blimp a bird? How is a bird a blimp? I don't know. That actually, that question doesn't make sense. But hey, I asked it. <laughs> okay, you know what? No, I'm going with pretentious. If they're not even gonna, <laughs> they say that we're gonna do this, and they don't even follow the GD rules. Makes no sense. The Goodyear blimp. That's 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 branded. It's not natural. It doesn't have feet. It doesn't have feathers. It flies. It flies. Well, could you imagine? Could you imagine being like a kid in that time? Right, like '83. You're a kid. And your your parent goes, look, 
in the sky. It's our city bird. It's a city bird. And it's just it's just the Goodyear blimp. Slowly. The high school mascot. <laughs> and it's uh the it's blimpy the city blimp. <laughs> Blimpy, Blimpy, <laughs> let's go, Blimpy. Blimpy has been uh, such an inspiration to the people of this town. <laughs> Every time they look up in the sky and see that good year flying by, they they know it's been a good day. Man, we know that Blimp is here to stay. You know what? That's what Ice Cube was talking about. It was a good. Day. <laughs> Even saw the lights of the Goodyear Blimp. And it said, Ice Cube, Ice Cube a pimp. A pimp. <laughs> oh my God. Wait, that song, actually, right as we log off, everybody go listen to Today Was a Good Day by Ice Cube. Absolute banger. We're not sponsored by Ice Cube, but it's just personal recommendation. Banger. Yeah, I just messed around and had a triple double. Oh, true. You, nobody, nobody can ball on Ice Cube like that. Also mm-hmm. today, I just want to say maybe... No, I don't think this is bad karma, but I played a game of uh, basketball today, and oh, yeah. the final score, my team to the other team, was 21-4. to four. Uh, Ooh, We went on a 12-0 run to start the game, and oh, wow. we, we were locked in. It was crazy. That sounds like I, a 2K parks, uh, park game when your whole... Oh, uh, no, yeah. When, you're, when your opponents are all 99s. <laughs> we're, like, lobbing it off the backboard to ourselves. <laughs> Splash green faders like crossing half court. Yeah, all your yep. yeah, all, all your team's animations are the the getting crossed over animation because you just can't guard them. Help! 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 Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Well. Yeah. With that, you have been listening to another episode of Amateur Hour, a professional sports podcast by people who have never played professional sports. I'm your host Max, along with Shreyas, and we will. See you a next a time. A peace. <laughs>